What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bros and Consoles podcast coming to you from my bedroom. That's a weird way to enter this. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore, guys. Man, it's been a long several months, hasn't it? Um, but this is episode two of the uh, newer kind of mini series, I guess I'm calling it, uh, Solo Gaming Updates. Uh, my name, of course, is Nathan Choquette, a.k.a. The Trophy Titan. Um, for you guys who are new listeners and old listeners, this is a podcast. Uh, well, actually, more about new listeners. Sorry, guys. This is a podcast about video games, and the kind of solo gaming updates is a newer thing that I'm doing right now because, you know, it's difficult to record with two people when you got to be social distancing and everything, right? So what we have now is um, Michael's doing his, his full-time work stuff, so... Um, I am putting out some solo episodes, uh, just kind of shorter updates, things that I'm playing, trophies that I'm getting, and all kinds of gaming things going on there. So, um, for episode two over here, got a, a few things that, obviously there's a lot of stuff that I didn't talk about on the first update, um, just because, you know, there's too many things that I've played in like the span of, of five months to go over in like a short little topic kind of thing, right? So, um, going over some more things that I have played um, previously, uh, the first thing I want to talk about is we'll do some trophy talk, guys, because trophies are one of my, my favorite things about the, the PlayStation, honestly. <laughs> the, and you're asking me, not, not the exclusives, not the really great games, and I'm like, eh, those, those are good things, too. But in terms of, you know, like, reasons for me to go through and complete games and stuff and, like, do everything that I can on them, um, that's really just where the, the trophies come in because I love, I love seeing the trophies pop and I love getting my level higher and seeing all those things climb like that. It's real, real fun for me. Um, but some of the things that I did over the past uh, five months, I guess now, have been uh, I've gotten a bunch of trophies in different games. Um, some of the main ones I'll highlight because they were the ones that I got platinums in was um, first one was Sinner Sacrifice for Redemption. Um, that one, I had, I think, only like a few trophies remaining, and it was more so just it was going to be like a, another playthrough that I needed to complete and kind of some cleanup trophies for certain types of, um, I guess, like outcomes in boss battles and things like that. As you guys uh, may or may not know, Sinner Sacrifice for Redemption is a, um, I guess you could say, Souls Light um, type of game. There's no actual, like, soul collection and... Um, you know, spending it on like upgrades and things. It's more of a kind of boss rush type of type of deal and the combat is where it's kind of more so souls like. But the the game itself, um, very fun. The I I played that a long time ago at um PAX West, I believe, or I guess PAX um yeah, I think maybe it was PAX Prime at the time and then became PAX West. Um but yeah, it's basically there are uh, seven I believe seven bosses. Each boss kind of represents one of the, um, you know, seven deadly sins. And as you're going through your character, um, in the very beginning of the game, he starts off at his most kind of powerful level. And over time, you start giving up certain attributes to kind of go into the next boss battle. So it kind of almost takes on like a uh, Mega Man-esque type of, you know, like choosing your path kind of thing. Um, there's no like great, I, I wouldn't say there's no like extreme weaknesses or anything like in the Mega Man games, but, um, each boss basically will take away something from you in order to go and fight them. Um, but each time you beat a boss, your health increases 
as long as you, I believe, um, redeem that boss type of thing. And it's it's kind of a choice at the end of each one. You can either can like um, finish them off entirely or redeem them, which then gives you more health and kind of um, I guess absolves them of like their like wrongdoings and stuff. Um, but the game itself, very fun. Um, it's kind of takes some, some time to get used to since you're trying to figure out each boss's patterns and things. But overall, like, um, jumping back into that after quite a while wasn't really any, any problem at all. Just kind of, um, the second playthrough that I had to do was more so where I just have to, um, you save one of the, um, sins and then get rid of the rest of them. And that's kind of the the way to unlock like the second type of ending that you can get. Um, but yeah, not too bad at all. Um, went through that pretty quickly, I'd say. Um, also did the Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the um, newer newer version, um, platinum there. Um, I platinums, and that one's you know it's a, it's an older game, but kind of remade. And I think the the remake actually does a better job, makes it like a more interesting story. And obviously, my favorite character in there is um, Captain Price because he's he's very I don't know it's it's something about the way he kind of just like gives his lines and like portrays his character and stuff. It's very very um, interesting. He's like a real like hardened military guy, um, but you can really tell that like you know there's like there's like that grit and that like meaning behind the stuff that he's like saying to the other characters and stuff, which is a lot of fun. Uh, I would honestly play through it again just to kind of get, and I actually, I think I had to play through it a couple times to get um, everything done for trophies there, but um, it's it's fun just playing through it again just to listen to Captain Price like in his lines when he's when he's shown in the story. Um, did a couple Platinums for uh, My Big Sister, which is a um, game that's published by Rodalika Games, um, but I believe the, oh, I'm trying to think, the developer I think is like Stryka or something like that. Um, but it's a kind of a pixel art or maybe not even pixel art, like eight bit kind of, uh, now I'm I'm probably getting these things wrong. It's a, um, smaller game. It's kind of more horror based horror and like dialogue and narrative kind of thing. And that one was, was pretty good. I liked it quite a lot. Um, I know that's actually a game that Michael really likes out of the, the Rodalika games. I think one of the few that he's played from, from that like publisher and stuff, because he's not into the, the trophies as much as I am, but he, I think he did actually platinum that game on, I forget either PS4 or Vita. And I, I did it on both because we both own both of them. They're, they're, I, um, that's a weird sentence. They're a, um, cross buy type of thing. So if you, purchase it once you get it on both systems and the nice thing is they have two separate trophy lists so that's how i was able to get it a couple times um platinumed another game called snakey bus which was a um it's i think it came out this year if not this year last year i believe it's this year though and it is basically um if people remember the older game snake it's kind of like snake on steroids in a way <laughs> which sounds which sounds pretty crazy but stick with me here the the point of the game is you are driving a bus and kind of driving past these bus stop um, stations and you, you can't you can't stop moving or your bus explodes which is a, a weird concept but hey guys video games um you drive past these bus stops though which which sucks the people at the bus stop into your bus and once you've you know filled up your bus, you have to pass through a like kind of checkpoint area somewhere on the map. And the maps aren't incredibly big, and that's kind of the the point, right? 
is as you pass through the checkpoints, your bus becomes longer over time. And then you have to, just like Snake, avoid your your body, right? Like the, all the buses trailing behind you and continue to go for as long as you can. That one was a little bit more of a challenge in terms of, of platinuming it just because there are like certain things you have to do. Like I think growing your bust by like 300 segments, which usually in games you're like, oh, that's not too bad. But when you're when you're actually going through and playing this thing, you got to play a very specific way to be able to get this type of thing, which which was pretty tough, I'll, I'll admit. I, I think that took me quite a while to get through all that. Um, but finally did it. And so I was just like, yes, I can knock off another thing on the list. I feel satisfied. And everything is right in the Snakey Bus world. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, another game that I played was called Jisei The First Case um, HD, I believe. Uh, I'm not really sure why it's got the HD thing on there. But it's a um, kind of murder mystery visual novel. Um, pretty, pretty interesting kind of thing. I, I do like visual novels in like short bursts. It's not something I play all the time and it has to have like a really gripping story for me to like actually take the time to really like sit down and read through like everything. Um, for this one, it was kind of a, uh, I think it was also a Rodalika games joint. So I was able to kind of get like another quick platinum out of this one. And along the way I got to see some of the story and I was like, oh yeah, it's actually pretty, pretty interesting. Um, at the time though, I was just like trophies, just give me those trophies guys. (laughs) Um, and then one more that I did end up platinuming, um, I guess probably actually maybe, uh, earlier in the week or last week was, um, a game called one night stand. And, um, as you guys probably, probably hear from the title and stuff, the game is about a guy who wakes up after a one night stand he doesn't remember what happened the night before um he's got like a pretty major hangover wakes up in like a room that's not his and then realizes that something happened and then um, you kind of have to piece together things while also talking to this um girl that your character doesn't remember because of his i guess all the drinks that they had and stuff um but there's like several different endings kind of get to go through and see each one and it's actually it's pretty fun to actually go through and kind of see the different endings that you can reach. Um, I think the idea behind the game was kind of showing like you know the way that I guess those different things can play out. I'm not sure if there's like a huge like bigger meaning or anything behind it, but I thought it was it was a it was an interesting game to kind of go through. And then um, kind of a little surprise um, secret ending, I guess, if you get all the different endings and you kind of get like a, um, last secret ending, which I thought was, was a pretty, pretty nice way to kind of tie up the thing as a whole. Um, that one also by Rodalika Games, but one of the actual, you know, one, one of the games by that publisher that's actually pretty decent, I'd say. And it's not, it's not always like that. So it's, these are, these are pretty, pretty nice, refreshing ones to find where the, the game is good and you get a pretty nice platinum from it. Um, and then actually I think one more that I did today was, um, I think it was on sale, I believe, and it's, uh, Super Destronaut Land Wars, um, another Rattleika Games joint. This time you are, it's a first person kind of arcade shooter type of game where you're kind of running around gunning down these like things that look like, um, the kind of like, you know, 8-bit 
or maybe even less than eight bit, but like the the really early type of like Galactica type of like monsters and stuff. Except now they're in like a three D form, and you're kind of making your way around these maps and stuff, just kind of taking them down, getting your score higher and things like that. And you can kind of see the the arcade hook inside there. But yeah, it's a pretty pretty quick platinum as well. I think it's also cross buy, so I'm gonna have to go and do that on the Vita eventually. Um, but it got me to a place where now I am about to become level 49, I believe. And I have just the right amount of leeway to basically finish up um, Ghost of Tsushima and get that platinum. And if I hit that correctly without getting too many other like trophies along the way, I should it should be that the, the platinum trophy for Ghost ends up pushing me into that new level. And that's kind of what I like to do when I'm going towards like new levels and stuff. I like to get it so that um, when I look back and stuff on uh, psnprofiles.com, which is kind of one of the, the sites I use for trophy hunting and stuff, um, when I look back, I get to kind of see which which games and which trophies pushed me into like the next level kind of thing. And it's just kind of like a fun roadmap. It kind of helps me remember like what games I was playing at what times and things like that. And so... I'm going to try now. I've been playing Ghosts um, today for several hours. I'm going to try to kind of slowly make my way through. I'm kind of unlocking a bunch of parts of the second map, going through, getting collectibles, things like that. All the all the kind of slow travels towards the Platinum for that game. And it's probably going to take me, I'd say, at least like a good like week or two to possibly get through all this, unless I'm just kind of jamming away every day type of thing. Um but, you know, with work and things like that, it's not always going to be possible. So we'll, we'll see how long it takes to, to get this one. But kind of going through the ghosts again now, though, I am getting pretty excited about getting back into the story and everything. I know the last um, couple of days ago when I talked about Ghost of Tsushima, I mentioned that I was taking a break at the time. And now that everything, now that the stars align for the trophies and everything, <laughs> right? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and jump back into that, and it feels good. Um, I have noticed that my reaction time has like kind of slowed down a little bit in terms of things like the um, standoff mechanic in there, um, where you kind of, you know, call out to enemies and basically kind of enter this, like, standoff where both people are going to um, strike, and you have to kind of strike while the enemy is striking, and then makes it so that you get, like, an insta-kill if you're unfamiliar with the game. Um, and you get this kind of cool cinematic where you take down a few people in like one hit each time. But um, I've noticed that my reaction time slowed a little bit. And I think it's kind of been slowing over time, probably just because of the different like breaks that I've been taking from the game. Um, and I think at the same time, as I go through and start to fight like tougher enemies, the enemy's reaction um, speed becomes faster as well. They take um, kind of less let's exaggerated first moves during that standoff. So it's probably not helping me that I'm taking breaks in between and stuff, but hopefully after kind of several hours, I'll get back into the, the feel of things because I'm starting to get it again. And now I'm, I'm starting to remember with the kind of that, that adrenaline rush you get from that standoff and actually like completing it um, correctly. Cause when you don't hit it correctly and you like say they do like a feint and you jump forward and you know, you, you've, you've obviously messed up, you done messed up. And so when you, when you do that, they get a, almost like a critical strike on you, which is the opposite of what you want. Right. So hopefully going through, um, the game and kind of unlocking a bunch of things. I'm doing a lot of side quests. 
um, fighting a bunch of uh, Mongols, which are the main enemies in the game, as well as like bandits and things. Um, but getting all those, you know, fight experiences under my belt again is kind of bringing bringing the old um, noggin back into the the gameplay style of ghosts and everything. So I'm slowly getting it. Hopefully, I'll have better news um, the next time, or at least um, some progress to show for it. Um, another game, though, that I am excited about, and kind of one of the things that I'll, I'll mention from time to time, mention from time to time, just depending on you know the the week, because it's tough to figure out when games are coming out nowadays with um, basically no no more of the PSN drops that they used to do on the PlayStation blog. So trying to kind of figure out when games come out now, unless they're big releases, has been a little bit tough. Um, I may have found a site that seems to be pretty good at listing, like, basically, like, all, all the indie games that I can kind of, like, figure out, or at least ones that would be worthy of kind of putting on my radar and stuff. Um, not just, you know, things that are just kind of being put out for, you know, a few bucks, and they're kind of just, like, throwaway games or shovelware type of things. But um, hopefully, kind of after seeing seeing this list over time and stuff, I'll see if it's, if it's pretty reliable and it seems like it is so far. Um, but going kind of circling back around to the, the crux of this topic, there's a game called, um, Nexomon extinction coming out, I believe tomorrow actually. And I originally saw this was coming out on the Nintendo switch. And then, uh, more recently, I think a day or two ago, figured out that it's coming to PS4 as well because the trophy list popped on PSN profiles and had a release date of the 28th. So that one has me pretty excited because basically it is similar to Pokemon, um, except for the fact that it's a bit more like gritty looking. Um, I got to see a longer trailer than I had previously when kind of just looking things up on YouTube. And the trailer is pretty interesting where it talks about, you know, similar to Pokemon, it talks about people living with these things that they call Nexomon, right? Obviously, you can tell there's inspiration from Pokemon there. Um, but starts talking about those creatures and how they kind of live in harmony with people. But then it says that, like, oh, you know, but this wasn't always the way it was. And there was, like, an evil king of the Nexomon, which was, like, a looks like a huge, like, creature, basically. Uh, almost, like, wolf-like a little bit. Um, and it said that the evil, you know, tyrannical king of the Nexomon kind of led a almost, like... Um, like a Nexomon like revolt in a way like it was kind of leading these creatures against people um in the beginning of like the history between them and then over time people started to figure out how to befriend those creatures and then kind of led a revolt against the evil like Nexomon king and that's where I'm like oh this is a pretty like interesting kind of more gritty dark story here and then it kind of shows your I think the trailer that I saw shows your main character who is for some reason um, like knocked out falling on this or knocked out on this um, ship that's slowly like falling through the air. It's like a um, almost like a, a flying ship, basically, not like a spaceship or something, but it's like, uh, yeah, I guess that's the best way to describe it. Just a flying ship. It's kind of making its way through the air, not quite like a blimp, but almost like a like a smaller galleon that's kind of just like sailing through the air with like rotors and things. Um, but it's clearly going down your character's unconscious and you kind of get to choose what your character looks like, which I think looks pretty cool as well. And then, um, at the same time as you're kind of, you know, falling through the sky and everything, 
there is a battle going on between this really large Nexomon um, creature and I think three or four other humans. And the humans are really upset and they are kind of like cursing this this one dude who appears to be your your character, the main character. And saying that like your your character is gonna like pay for this and like he's caused like the end of the world kind of thing, and it's kind of got this interesting pull now where I'm like, huh, you know, I want to know like what's going on with this main character, like what did he do? Like are these are these people bad or are they good guys? And like he just kind of messed everything up and and left them to to die basically. <laughs> um, but there's like that level of intrigue where I'm kind of looking forward to finding out more about it because originally. I was I've been in a Pokemon mood kind of lately. Um, I don't I don't know if I've mentioned this or not, but I've been playing quite a bit of um, Pokemon at least um, in like June and July. I was playing quite a bit of it. Um, I bought was it uh, Pokemon White Two I believe White Version Two, and was playing that. Uh, I was lucky enough to find it at, at a GameStop because I can't find like the white or black versions like one or two like hardly ever. And luckily, I found one in the the used section. I was just like, "Shoot, I'm gonna have to grab this now because I might never see it again." Um, but yeah, so I was playing a bit of that and playing a little bit of Pokemon uh, Shield as well. And I think also, I think also at the time, I ended up getting um, Pokemon Blue, and I was playing a little bit of Let's Go Pikachu. I think so. You you could see I was hopping all over the place for the Pokemon games, and. Yeah, so because of that, I've I've been in a in a kind of monster hunter type of mood. Uh, even though Monster Hunter is another game, that's totally different. Um, but I've been wanting to play something similar to that, but something kind of new and fresh. And it looks like Nexomon Extinction might kind of scratch that itch a little bit. So hopefully um, next time, next week, um, probably on I would say probably on Monday. I'd have to check my work schedule and stuff. Actually, let me just check it now. So. Looking on there now. Yeah, so probably Monday will be the next time I, I drop an episode. Um, hopefully, if Nexomon Extinction has come out, I will be letting you guys know how I'm how I'm feeling about that game. Um, I'm obviously going to keep on um, going through Ghost of Tsushima as well. So it's kind of there's going to be a, a bit more on the plate than usual in terms of video games. But you know that's just how things go, guys. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's where I'm going to kind of leave you guys now. Um, there are some cool games that are coming up on the horizon. I think I'll start talking about those as it gets a little bit closer, but yeah, as always, if you guys have any questions, comments, or feedback, feel free to write in to brosandconsoles at gmail.com. Um, email is always open for that. You can also, um, find me on Twitter. I'm at Indie Ronin. Um, you can even find me on, on the PlayStation network. Um, my, name on there is Indie Ronin as well. And if you guys have any kind of requests in terms of like games that you've you've seen that I have and want me to kind of talk about and stuff, let me know. Um I'm always open to talking and kind of helping helping you guys figure out which games that you should buy and which ones you should stay away from. And yeah, until then, hope you guys have a good rest of your week. Uh, enjoy your weekends. Make sure you stay healthy. Keep washing those hands. I'm going to keep saying it, guys, because washing hands is important. Um, so so is wearing masks. You know, you just got to do it. Got to keep keep yourself and keep others safe. But, um, yeah, stay, to stay safe, stay healthy, and play lots of video games, guys. Until Monday, I bid you all adieu. Peace out.